This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Nearer, my God, to Thee. 
There let the way appear Steps unto heaven All that thou sendest me In mercy given Angels to beckon me Nearer my God to thee Then with my waking thoughts, bright with thy praise, out of my stony grace, Bethel I'll raise. So Still all my song shall be Nearer my God to thee Nearer my God to thee Nearer to thee Welcome to worship, good neighbors. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ Parish Worship Service sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tagg, and thanks today to Jim Haugerud and Debbie Tagg, our musicians, Kathy Christensen, our reader and provider of the children's message, and our recording engineer is Isaac Christensen. I'm going to do things a little bit differently today. I'm combining uh, two liturgies partly because of what's happened in the news this last week with Israel and the Hamas. Uh, it's been some dark days. So I want to start us off with uh, a gathering uh, in lament and to pray f for what's going on there. We meet in the presence of God who knows our needs, hears our cries, feels our pain, and heals our wounds. In the darkness of unknowing, when your love seems absent, draw near to us, O God, in Christ, in Christ forsaken, in Christ risen, our Redeemer and our Lord. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart? all day long. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face? For innocent lives lost, for those who are still captive, we cry to you, O God. For homes, hospitals, 
religious building and lives destroyed, we cry to you, O God. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face from us? For family not seen, for children not held, we cry to you, O God. For terror and fear that is lived daily, we cry to you, O God. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face from us? For those weary in want, for those weary in care, we cry to you, O God. For unequal life, for unequal death, we cry to you, O God. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face from us? For lost peace, for restless fear, we cry to you, O God. For those who have died, for all who grieve, we cry to you, O God. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long will you hide your face from us? I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in God's word, I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for morning, more than those who watch for morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with God there is great power to redeem. It is God who will redeem Israel from all of its iniquities. We continue then. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning on WPCA Radio 93.1 FM and its live internet stream on www wpcaradio.org. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, and through our website at www.nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Tom and Lori Overby in memory of Dixie Tagg and Arlen Danielson. We want to thank WPCA for this broadcast and um, all those who have supported us in the past. Not many announcements uh, this time, just men and mission meet next Saturday morning at uh, and we invite you to come and join us there. It's at seven o'clock. And then worship will be at Trinity next Sunday at 9.30. The church is anywhere people gather in Jesus' name. Even when we are not together in a church building, God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. Now, you may want to have a cloth to lay down before you, a candle or a cross. You might enjoy making a small worship space to enhance your home worship. You may want to have a Bible and read along with the lessons today. 
As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God, to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence and begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God, we worship together with God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit, our breath of life. Amen. We continue with the confession of sin. God of goodness and mercy, help us as we open our hearts and confess our sins. We doubt your presence and activity in our lives when we are struggling confused or hurting. Sometimes we lack patience, assuming we know when and how all things should happen. We forget that you are faithful in your promises to us. Other times we forget how vast your love is for us, for each of your children that you have uniquely created with purpose. We are truly sorry and ask for your forgiveness. Help us to do what's right in the days to come surround us and renew us with your grace amen god is good and loves us unconditionally and steadfastly at all times and in all places by grace we have been saved in the name of jesus our sins are forgiven amen we'll continue with the gathering songs blessed Jesus is mine, oh what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my with his good 
is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the Living below in this old sinful world Hardly a comfort can afford Striving alone to face temptation's sword Where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? for my soul needing a friend to help me in the end where could I go but to the Lord neighbors are kind I love them everyone we get along in sweet accord but my soul needs manna from above Where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? Where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul Needing a friend to help me in the where could I go but to the Lord? Life here is grand with friends I love so dear. Comfort I get from God's own word. Yet when I face this chilling hand of death, where could I go but to the Where could I go, where could I go, seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to help me in the end, where could I go but to the Lord, needing a friend to help me We continue with the litany. Like Ruth, we all face choices. We can choose what seems like the easier path. Ruth could have gone home by her, out to her family of origin. But often the harder path is the more fulfilling. Ruth left all she had known in order to return to Bethlehem with Naomi. After her life's tragedies, she was blessed by her decision. She gained the love of her mother-in-law, a supportive community, a husband, and a child. 
God holds us in our challenges. God guides us in our indecision. When we put our trust in God, we recognize God's gift in our life. Continue with the prayer of the day. O God, where hearts are fearful and constricted, grant courage and hope. Where anxiety is infections and widening, grant peace and reassurance. Where impossibilities close every door and window, grant imagination and resistance. Where distrust twists our thinking, grant healing and illumination. Where spirits are daunted and weakened, grant soaring wings and strengthen dreams. All these things we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I encourage you now to share a sign of peace where you bless yourself or someone worshiping with you today. Beginning with a touch on the forehead and use the Trinity formula. Be blessed or I am blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. At this time, we turn to the Holy Scriptures and have Kathy Christensen read them and in that follow with the children's sermon. The first reading comes from Ruth 1, chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Jerusalem in Judea went to live in the country of Moab, he and his wife and two sons. And the name of the man was Elamech, and the name of his wife was Naomi, and the name of his two sons was Malthon and Chilion, and they were Ethanites from Bethlehem in Judea. And they went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elam, the husband of Naomi, died, and she was left with two sons. These took Moab, these took Moab wives. The name of one of them was Orpha, and the name of the other one was Ruth. When they lived there for about 10 years, both Malon and Chilion also died. So the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. Then she started to return with her daughter-in-laws from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had considered his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she had been living, and she and her two daughter-in-laws and they went on their way to go back to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, go back each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. And the Lord granted that you may find security, each of you in the house of your husband. And then she kissed them and they wept aloud. They said to her, no, we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Do I still have a sons in my womb that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters, and go your way, for I am old, too old, to have a husband. Even if I thought there was hope for me, even if I should have a husband tonight and bear sons, would you wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from marrying? No, daughters, it is far better more, it is far, it's been far more bitter for me than for you, because the hand of the Lord has turned against me. Then they wept out loud. Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So she said, 
See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. There will I be buried. May the Lord do this and so to me and more as well even if death parts me from you. The second reading comes from Mark 3, verses 33 through 35. And he replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother, sister, and mother. It's time now to speak with the young people of the parish. Hi guys, I have a question for you. Can you name different ways to show love? Some ways that I can think of are hugs, smiles, gifts, pictures, spending time together, but I bet you could probably think of others, right? But you know, all of these ideas that I thought of ways of showing love are pretty easy. Can you think of someone in your family that does a lot of cooking to feed you and your family? Maybe it's your grandmother who barely sits down during a meal to make sure everyone gets exactly what they want and need. You know, the story of Naomi and Ruth that I had just read in the first reading shows how much Ruth loved her mother-in-law, Naomi. Ruth gave up everything to stay with Naomi. Why do you suppose Ruth did this? Why didn't Ruth just go back to her family? It would have been a lot easier, an easier life for Ruth if she did. But she decided to stay with Naomi, her mother-in-law, and help her live her life. Love means wanting more and better things for others than just ourselves. Would you be willing to give up something that you wanted for yourself just to give it to another person? That could be hard, don't you think? But when you think about love, it means caring for others as much as ourselves. God wants us to care for others, and that is the way we can show love. So let us pray. Dear God, Ruth showed her love to Naomi by staying with her and helping her. God, help us to love each other in the same way. In your name, amen. Think of your fellow man, lend him a helping hand, put a little love in your heart. You see it's getting late, oh please don't hesitate, put a little love in your heart. And the be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see another day goes by and still the children cry put a little love in your heart you want the world to know we won't let hatred grow 
put a little love in your heart and the world will be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see take a good look around and if you're looking down put a little love in your heart i hope when you decide kindness will be your guide put a little love in your heart and the world will be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see put a little love in your heart each and every day put a little love in your heart there's got to be a better way put a little love in your heart don't you think it's time to start put a little love in your heart put a little love in your heart i will Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. I want to go to the narrative again. It's kind of an interesting framework in which they talked about a 2022 sci-fi film where everything, everywhere, all at one. The main character, Edlin Kwan Wang, has the ability to jump between universes. 
And each one is different by a certain series of decisions she made in her life. For example, she's a professional singer in one universe. In another, she's a martial arts master. In another, yet another, she leaves her home against her father's wishes when she is very young to be with her true love. In another, she decides to call off the relationship and stay with her family instead. Even some smaller decisions shape the trajectory of each of these universes, leaving Evelyn with an almost infinite expansion of realities to and from which she can transition when the need arises. As viewers, we expect her to choose to stay in one of the more glamorous universes where the pressures of her everyday life can't get to her. After all, when the movie opens, she's on the brink of divorce. She's caring for her sick father who makes her feel inadequate all of the time. And she has a strained relationship with a young adult daughter. You would think that if she could escape any or all of that, she would. But the love she feels for her daughter is so powerful that even after seeing so many other lives she could be leading, Evelyn chooses to stay exactly where she is. She can't imagine spending any amount of time without her daughter, whatever the nature or status of their connection. The love that Evelyn experienced in knowing her daughter literally transformed her and gave her the framework for every other piece of her existence. You see, that's the kind of love that our text shows us between Naomi and Ruth, an enduring love, a love so deep that it drives decisions without us even thinking. In this story, Ruth had every reason to leave Naomi after her husband died. For one thing, she was a Moabite, not the same people as her husband's people. And you might think she'd want to grieve and rebuild among the people who had raised her. For another, we assume that Ruth was still young enough to remarry and secure her social status as well as her financial well-being. Lingering for any amount of time with her late husband's family could hurt her chances of both. And perhaps most important of all, Naomi was explicitly giving Ruth permission to leave. Ruth found herself with a choice to make between multiple universes, multiple realities, she chose Naomi, and she promised to keep choosing Naomi through thick and thin in life and in death. Our promise today is twofold. First, that this brand of love, steadfast love, or in Hebrew is a kind of love that God inspires in every one of us. In God, we have a divine example of love that models for us how to live faithful lives, transformed, Think of the classic beloved Sunday school song, we love because God first loved us. We are so moved by God that we are inspired to love like a God. But second, the inverse is also true. God is so moved by us that God chooses this universe, this reality for dwelling and working and listening and delighting and acting. God chooses us. Wherever we go, wherever we lodge, whomever our people, as we live and as we die, God is inspired by us, is beholden to us, and God wouldn't have it any other way. Isn't that a marvelous way of looking at life and at God, who claims us, loves us, even as little babies that are being baptized, God is claiming us as his children, 
and he just won't let us go. Steadfast love, it endures and it celebrates life. We all have had times in our lives, I think, where there's been periods of time where it's been long. We lose sight of a God who loves us. We lose sight of any joy. Everything hurts and it just seems like it goes on and on. We can barely hold on. But we learn that God's love is steadfast, day by day. I think I can remember a couple times in my life where I just didn't know where God was. And the most beautiful thing was to have the church, the people, God's word come to me through promise, through the love of people, to again remind me that God was still there and just wouldn't let go. In fact, the day by day, sometimes it may seem like drudgery, but it is in that sense in which we learn how to trust God. I think I've shared this before, but again, when we talk about manna, uh, that the Israelites had from Exodus 16:21. Morning by morning they gathered, each as much as they could eat. But when the sin grew hot, it melted. It seemed like, and this is from Homing again from Gerhard Frost, it seemed like such a strange and wasteful arrangement. God had commanded his people to gather only as much manna as they could eat in a single day, no more and no less. Every morning the ground was covered with it, like frost. Anyone who tried to keep some overnight woke up to find it spoiled. Why weren't the people allowed to store the manna? Why didn't God give them a six-month supply at a time? What was he saying to them by this daily generosity? You see, the manna was more than food. It served as a reminder of God's promise, a sign of his faithfulness. God knew that if the people should, could stockpile it, they'd take his goodness for granted and forget who was caring for them. So it had to be hand-to-mouth arrangement. Fresh manna would express God's ever-new love. New food would mean new growth, growth in the grace of his relationship with his people. Today, with cupboards, refrigerators, and freezers, we may forget that God's goodness is moment by moment, morning by morning. He gives us help in pace with our need, no more, no less. His love is as alive as blood and breath, we live by one pulse of blood and two lungs full of breath at a time. Our spirits live on the momentary movements of God's great mercy. It took me so long to learn this lesson of this day when I prayed, an aged old friend said to me. This is one of life's most difficult lessons and one of the last to be learned. Each new moment tells us that we're remembered by the one who created it in us. It's both his signature and his gift. Today isn't a warmed over yesterday. The present isn't a leftover past. As we walk by faith, we see the Christ face of the future welcoming us. God the Father gives us new each new day, like manna, morning by morning. And if you remember good old uh, Lamentations or Jeremiah in the second chapter, and it's one of the songs that we often sing, but this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. 
Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Those are the words that we need to be reminded of time and time again. God is love. Ruth and her grief, losing a husband, losing her homeland. Going with her mother just didn't add up. Naomi even said so. But there was trust, steadfast love that Ruth had for Naomi. And it took on a whole new meaning for her. It's an object lesson for us to see how steadfast love makes a difference. And it doesn't end with just kind of enduring. It comes to where we can celebrate as Ruth did at the end of the story where she became married and had a child and was in the lineage of Jesus. There are two little stories I'd like to share. The one is kind of strange and different, but it, it's when somebody gets caught in that life is a dreary, lonely experience without assurance that we need to know we are valued. Like it, lonely, like it was for Rupert Brooke, who when he was about to sail from England noticed the large crowd at the dock waiting to wave the passengers goodbye. He had no one to wave to him. He felt as if no one cared. Quickly he slipped down the gangplank and pressed sixpence in the hand of a street boy with the words, what's your name? Bill came the reply. Bill, you are my friend. Wave to me when the ship goes. One waving handkerchief was held in a grubby little hand. Our need is so great that at times we do desperate things to escape our loneliness and insignificance. But really we need not and cannot buy with our money or our lives the kind of lasting, liberating love we need. The answer is to know the depth of our being, that God cares, God loves. God values you above all his creation. And he even allowed his son to suffer and die to reveal how he feels about you. Believe in this love. Rejoice in it today. Reach out to someone near you who hasn't heard, who doesn't know the peace and power of this wonder, God's steadfast love. And lastly, uh, Chuck Swindell shares a little story about a famous composer pianist who was scheduled to perform at a great concert hall in America. It was an evening to remember black tuxedos and long evening dresses, a high society extravaganza. President in the audience that evening was a mother with her fidgety nine-year-old son. Weary of waiting, he squirmed constantly in his seat. His mother was in hopes that her son would be encouraged to practice the piano if he could just hear the immortal pianist at the keyboard. So against his wishes, he had come. As she turned to talk with friends, her son could stay seated no longer. He slipped away from her side, strangely drawn to the ebony concert Grand Steinway, Steinway and its leather tough stool uh, on the huge stage, flooded with its light, blinding lights. Without much notice from the sophisticated audience, the boy sat down at the stool, staring wide-eyed at the black and white keys. He placed his small, trembling fingers on the right location and began to play chopsticks. The roar of the cloud was hushed as hundreds of frowning faces pointed in his direction. 
irritated, embarrassed, they began to shout, get that boy away from here. Who'd bring a kid to that young in here anyway? Where's his mother? Somebody stop him. Backstage, the master overheard the sounds out front, quickly put together in his mind what was happening, and hurriedly he grabbed his coat and rushed towards the stage. Without one word of announcement, he stooped over behind the boy, reached around both sides, and began to improvise a counter-melody to harmonize with and enhance chopsticks. As the two of them played together, he kept whispering the boy's ear, keep going, don't quit, keep on playing, don't stop, don't quit. And so it is with us. We hammer away on our projects and causes, which seems about as significant as chopsticks in a concert. And about the time we are ready to give up, along comes the master who leans over and whispers, keep going, don't quit. Keep on, don't stop, don't quit, as he improvises on our behalf, providing just the right touch and just the right moment, and it causes celebration. May we celebrate, morning by morning, God's steadfast love, as Ruth did. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not Thy compassions, they fail not. As Thou hast been, Thou forever wilt be. Great is Thy faithfulness, Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto thee. Some Sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness. Hail thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and the peace. Blessings all mine with ten thousand.
Great is thy faithfulness Morning by morning New mercies I see All I have needed Thy hand hath provided Great is thy faithfulness Lord unto me We continue by sharing together the Apostles' Creed, our statement of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Continue with the prayers of the church. Lord, listen to your children pray. With gratitude for our whole selves, created in your image and made new in Christ, we pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Steadfast God, inspire us by the example of Ruth to be faithful to one another in your name. Stir up in us the desire to strive for the flourishing of all those in our families, communities, and beyond. Eternal God, in mercy, hear our prayer. Give all who hold positions of power and influence in their communities and the world a spirit of steadfast faithfulness to those they serve. Give them the humility to set aside their own ends for the sake of the needs of others. Eternal God, in mercy, hear our prayer. Enfold all who journey with injury, illness, loneliness, or grief into your healing arms that they might know your presence with them is sure. Especially Kelsey Zamuda, Joyce Anderson, Ron Lee, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Jim Wade, Owen Cordy, Maury Nicholson, Helen Erickson, Julie Dubois, Scott Morgan, Matt Crerup, Randy Goglin, Ida Martinson, Jim Curtis, Helen Jorgensen, Becky Anderson, Shirley Lenz, Dave Christensen, Ron Wilson, Jean Hoisington, Haylen Hoisington, Pete and Diane Fall, and Dean Muse. Eternal God, in mercy, hear our prayer. Put us in mind of all those who came before us, whose love and commitment demonstrated their steadfast faithfulness to you and to their communities. Inspire us by the example of the saints to follow in their footsteps. 
Eternal God, in mercy, hear our prayer. We place in your loving arms these, our prayers, spoken and unspoken, trusting in your boundless mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your Spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love. Send us power. Send us grace. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors. Gracious and holy God, bless these tithes and offerings we have given for the sake of the kingdom. Let the grace and generosity of the Father be the light that guides us, the compassion of the Son be the love that inspires us, and the presence of the Spirit be the power that moves us. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor, and grant you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amor, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. Through every